All right, teaching others also. Here we go. Good to be with you this morning. And we're talking about fishing for souls this week. And uh, praise the Lord. You know, it's good to be saved. It's good to know the Lord. But it's also good to know that you are actively involved in something that God is interested in. Now, here we are. It's... uh, it's Wednesday morning, and I don't know what it's like where you're at. <clears throat> a bit of cool and rainy, cold and rainy, and all that kind of stuff. And Wednesday morning, 26th of January, and and you know, as I, as I look at these things, sometimes I I think to myself, isn't it amazing how God wrote the Bible? Slow down a minute with me because our subject's fishing for souls, which is fishing for men or mankind. So we're fishing for humans. We're not fishing for fish. Now, understand this. When that is the case, and it is, then we're not in the dark as much or dealing with behavior alone. When... You do something like fishing, and we'll say you're fishing for fish. Well, you you deal with signs. You deal with uh, measuring ways, whether it be the tide, whether it be the moon, whether it be barometer, whether it be whether just coming in, whether going out, uh, the conditions, etc. But no one's ever interviewed a fish, and no one's ever had a discussion with the fish. So it's all observant behavior. But when it comes to mankind, God made us. Then the Bible says he knows our every thought. That alone ought to kind of get your attention today. He knows our every thought. He knows mankind. And so he wrote his book to us. And by the way, uh, he could have given us a, a book in volumes compared to this, like 1,189 chapters, he could have given us 100 volumes of 1,189 chapters. I mean, his knowledge is endless. So what you have in front of you in your Bible, and especially if you've taken the trouble to find the Bible he put his hand on in English and that he refined it and defined it for you, if you do that, you have something that is the rarest thing on the face of the earth that you can actually put in your hands. And I would adjure you, I would beseech you, if I could, I would command you to get you a copy, a printed copy of the Word of God and read it and mark it. Get it in a size of print that's, that your eyes can handle. Uh, stop making everything about ease and comfort, Okay. I see people carrying a Bible. You know they don't read it very much because the print is so small they can hardly read it in church. And I see them, all of them whipping out their tablet or their phone and stuff in church and reading. You say, well, isn't it the same words? It is, but it's not the way God ordained it. So I've discovered this, that if you do something the way God ordained it, it works better. For example, you fellas that work with mechanical things, when you do it the way God designed physics, it works. When you don't, it doesn't. Same thing with physical things and biological things and physiological things and chemical things and physics, laws of physics. So when it comes to fishing for souls, you're not dealing with something that you're just totally ignorant about. Now, 
Yes, it is true. You can't know the history of every person you talk to or every person you get in a conversation with. But if you will study your Bible and continue to study your Bible and continue to read your Bible and absorb the practical things, the forest, not the trees, you would be surprised how perceptive it helps you be. There's not a day goes by in my life, and this is not an exaggeration. There's not a day goes by in my life that I don't observe or learn something more about people from the book and about how to relate to people. I'm not talking about relate as in sympathize, etc., but how to understand what God's doing and where they're going. If you're not careful, just last week, you know, I did the thing on, on uh, today is closer to tomorrow than yesterday, and I did one on frozen in the past. Many of you believers, and I hope it challenges you, I do. I hope it kind of hits you right there between the eyes. Many of you believers are literally stuck in the past. You are stuck in your own past. You have stuck, you have frozen yourself in the past, you have frozen others in the past. Because you haven't you don't stay in your Bible, you don't absorb things, you don't learn things. And if you're not careful, you're going to do all your learning by your own thinking. You're going to observe something and think you figured something out when in reality you didn't figure it out. And it could be very much contrary to the way God wants us to deal with people. We started yesterday talking about fishers, people who fish. He said, I'll make you to be fishers of men. I'll make you to catch men, people, humans. <coughs> the direct context is them when they were doing their net fishing. And that's uh, years ago, there was a book put out years and years ago called Drawing the Net. And uh, it was a good book. The thing that, from the moment I started into it, that just kind of caused me to take a little bit of a note was that it was not about casting the net, <laughs> which it should have been. It was about drawing the net. You have to cast the net before you draw the net. But we're going to continue talking about being fishers of men fishers of souls because he said to him he said you, you'll become and he said i'll make you to be we are not equipped in our natural state even our saved natural state we're not equipped to be good and effective fishers of souls we have to let god teach us so we can become that and he can make us that and in many ways, it's like anything that really deals with excellence. It's a lifetime learning process. You never stop. And then you never stop applying the things you've learned five years, 10 years, 20, 30 years. You, they keep accumulating and building. You don't just go from one thought to another. That's the easy way out. That's where people don't want, they really don't want to think. But you need to think. You need to absorb it. Let's take something about fishers of souls. Fishers of souls are involved in it because they are that. Now get this. He said, I'll make you to become fishers. I'll make you to become fishers of men, fishers of, of souls. <laughs> Think about this. You ask a man, a typical man, the average fella, when you ask them what they are, many times, the majority of times, 
they're going to tell you what they do for a living. So what are you? Well, I'm a carpenter. I'm a butcher, a baker, a candlestick maker, you know, one of those things. That's how God made men to think. Okay, well, that's not what we are. That's what we do. William Carey became one of the great examples of a missionary, launched out with nothing and spent his life sacrificing on the mission field. Before he went, was a cobbler. He was a shoemaker. And he had scripture written out on the walls of his little shoe shop. And people would say, what are you? And he'd say, I'm a Christian. I just cobble these shoes to put crust on the table, to earn a crust. That mentality may seem like a little trivial thing, but it's not. It describes who we're supposed to be. You see, you can spot in a worldly context, earthly context, you can spot someone who's a fisher. I was going down the road yesterday on the way to an appointment. Pickup truck in front of us. <laughs> Tailgate's down, had a topper on it. Sticking out of it's a kayak. <clears throat> Sitting in the well where you would sit as a human, as a person in the, in the well of the kayak with some duck decoys. You know what that person is? He's a duck hunter. Now, he probably does other things for a living. I doubt he gets paid to hunt ducks for a living, but he's a duck hunter. You go along, you see somebody with fishing rods sticking out of the back of their truck or their, their uh, you know, Toyota 4Runner and stuff, and they're doing every, anything, any way they can, they're going to get to some place and do some fishing. You go down to the coast and you see these guys and they'll have a cart with two large wheels and sometimes four, and they're pulling that thing down, got poles sticking out and all that. It, they're going fishing. You see, it's a way of thinking. And many of them, that's what the, most of their mind is on. They'll do their job and they ought to. And you ought to earn your crust rightfully for your boss or your company owner, whoever it is you work for. But are you in your mind a fisher of souls? Now let me say this. The direct application, forest, not the trees, of a fisher of souls is they are first and foremost a prayer. A prayer. In other words, prayer, and if you look at prayer, it's prayer. Prayer is done by a prayer. Because one of the greatest things that's important about being a fisher is preparation. And one of the greatest things is knowledge. Someone that sneaks away just when they can, that's great. They fish. <coughs> but someone who's a fisher is gets prepared. And sometimes you take certain parts, they'll, uh, they're big on, say, live bait. So they'll go out and throw their seine and bait, or they'll put out the bait trap, or they'll go buy some bait and do that. Someone else, uh, they might be into the artificial lures and all that. Let's take a net fisherman. The number one thing they've got to do is have the net repaired and ready. Prayer. They're a prayer. These fellows were washing their nets. These fellows were mending their nets, it says. I can remember one night being out in a certain place, throwing the net, and there was a lot of phosphorus in the water. And every little thing that moved would set off a flash, like it does if you've ever been in salt water like that. And I threw, I was probably 
about up to my chest. I threw that net where it looked like there's a school of fish. And I mean, it lit up like 4th of July. And there was little fish flashing. And then all of a sudden, probably about the size of a average man, five and a half, six foot long, there was a bigger fish that went right through there. I don't know how, what, what, what caught on it, but I had a rope big around your finger in there and he cut that thing right off. And needless to say, I decided it was time to go to the shore and regroup. And the next morning I got a little rowboat rowed out there and went down, dove down and got my net and it had a hole big enough and it was a shark is what it was because I could see the top of the water when he went by me. And my point being this, I had to repair that net before I could use it again. It wasn't going to do me any good not to repair that net. Now watch, now watch. Hang on. Well, I got a couple minutes left this morning, but watch. For us to be really effective fishers of souls, one of the things we have to do is maintain ourselves and our walk with God because that's the main thing God uses to cast the net for souls is you and me. He said, you're the light of the world. He said, you're the salt of the earth. Now, we pass out tracts. We do. We encourage people to go to church and get them under the gospel. We do. We, we send them links to you know audio files nowadays and all that kind of stuff. You'd, be, you'd pass out a cassette, all that. We do. But the thing that in your Bible you find that God uses is people. He uses people. Great. Put it on paper. Put it on uh, audio. Put it out there. Amen. But you don't find him using paper. He uses people. He doesn't use publications. He uses people. Nothing at all bad with putting out a, handing somebody a tract, handing somebody an audio file, sending them a link. I get all that. But you better understand that the main thing, he said he would make them to become fishers of men. They didn't have any of this other stuff we have today, and that's what they became. So we're going to look at that. We're not going to rush through this. We're going to look at that because all my life, as a, all, my, all my Christian life, it's fascinated me and helped me to understand we have to look at the New Testament pattern and understand that that's what God wants first and foremost. That's why He said, Go ye into all the world. Amen. And that starts right from where you're at and goes out 100 meters and goes out 100 miles, etc. All right, so give it some thought today. Prayer as a fisher of souls. See you in the morning.